This episode brought to you by Alert Communications. If any law firm is looking for call, intake, or retainer services available 24-7, 365, just call 866-827-5568. Welcome to the AVA Journal Legal Rebels podcast, where we talk to men and women who are remaking the legal profession, changing the way the law is practiced, and setting standards that will guide us into the future. Welcome to the ABA Journal's Legal Rebels podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Moran. My guest today is Kimball Dean Parker. He is the CEO of 650, which is Wilson Sonsini's legal technology arm. The Silicon Valley law firm launched 650 last year in hopes of creating automated tools to make legal services more efficient and affordable. Parker has spearheaded 650's efforts to launch new tools aiding businesses and consumers amid COVID-19. The BYU law professor will discuss those initiatives and other offerings Wilson Sonsini's tech subsidiary provides. Please welcome to the Legal Rebels podcast, Kimball Dean Parker. Kimball, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Kimball, I thought you could start by sharing how 650 came to be. Yeah, so I'm a... I'm a professor at BYU Law School, like you mentioned. I run a course called Law X, and that started about 2017. And the idea behind the course was we were going to pick one area of law that that people who couldn't afford attorneys had a very hard time navigating. And then what we were going to do is during the course of one semester with a group of students is try to develop a solution to that problem that could scale up and help as many people as possible. And so the the very first year, we developed a little um, automated tool, kind of like TurboTax, for helping people uh, respond to a debt collection lawsuit. And so there, there are 70,000 people a year who are sued for a debt in Utah. It's about two-thirds of all the, of the total cases filed in the state. And uh, 99% of those people can't afford an attorney. And about 80% of them just uh, default. They don't even try to answer. And so they automatically lose the case. And so we developed just a little easy tool that would walk them through the complaint and develop an answer for them that they could file with the court. And we launched that and we had more uses in a month than we expected in the entire year. And it started to get some national attention. It got, uh, you know, stories in NPR and Fast Company and, you know, some bigger publications. And that uh, helped kind of catch Wilson Sonsini's attention. You know, Wilson Sonsini has a really, you know, is very committed to, to pro bono. And so they liked the idea of, you know, trying to develop tools for people who couldn't afford attorneys. And they were also curious to see if we could do what we did at BYU for some of their practice areas. You know, if maybe we could develop tools that could help businesses deal with complex areas of law. And so that was the origin. So they brought my, uh, I joined uh, and my team, which uh, back then was basically a software engineer and a designer. And now we've expanded out and we have uh, about 23 people on our team and we've, we've really grown from there. And for you, why was the opportunity to partner with a big law firm appealing to you? Well, you know, Wilson Sonsini is one of the best law firms in the world. They helped found Apple and brought them public. Same with Google. Twitter, Lyft, Tesla. You know, when I was in law school, 
you know, the best, brightest students in my law school class at the University of Chicago went to Wilson Sonsini. And so, you know, so the thought of, of really being able to work with their top tier attorneys and to distill their expertise down and to put it into an automated tool that could make it more accessible, especially to people who couldn't afford attorneys, you know, that's, that's the chance of a lifetime. You know, again, there's some areas of law where 99% of people can't afford an attorney. And to be able to give them legal expertise, but not just any legal expertise, the best legal expertise, arguably, in the nation, is just an incredible opportunity to do good. And, and I think that the, you know, the business opportunity is, is intriguing as well. You know, they're, they're businesses that can't afford attorneys. And, you know, I think every business in this nation would love to use Wilson Sonsini. But, you know, they're, they're a big law firm. They're, they're hard to afford. And so to be able to, to work with their attorneys and develop products for businesses and lower the cost dramatically, you know, that's an incredible opportunity. I, I've, you know, recognized that right away and, and jumped at the chance. Great. And, you know, I'm glad you brought up the tools for businesses. I was hoping you could talk a little bit about um, you know, the types of tools 650 is developed to help um, law firms and other businesses amid COVID-19. Yeah. So basically at 650, we developed two types of tools. The first type is uh, we sell for, we sell the businesses and those tools help businesses deal with complex legal problems, whether that's uh, new privacy laws um, that they haven't really, you know, had to deal with before. Or, for example, this COVID situation, you know, this this employment situation, which is unique. And then, you know, and then the other part are these kind of pro bono tools. Uh, and so for COVID-19, we've developed tools in kind of both of those channels, some tools for businesses and some tools for people, some, some pro bono tools. The main tool we developed uh, for businesses uh, is a return to work module, a, a return to work toolkit. And so what we did is we worked with really what what we think is a top five or 10 uh, employment expert in the nation. Her name is Marina Satalis. And we worked with her team to really understand like, what are all the employment implications that returning to work after COVID bring up? And, and it's actually just incredibly complicated. This is, this is the most dangerous, complicated employment law situation that any of us have ever seen in our lifetime, right? So we worked with them to really understand it understand the laws that are involved, understand basically all the things that a company should consider when they return their, their workforce back to the office. And we developed three types of tools. The first is an assessment that a business can take. It'll walk them through everything that they need to consider from like staggering the time that their workers come in to adjusting their ventilation system to spreading out their desks. And then that assessment, depending on their answers, will kind of produce a little document for them that they can look at and quickly assess their posture and w- what they need to do to, to be able to safely open. And then number two, so that's number one. Number two is uh, some automated policies. And those basically, you know, a business will answer some, some questions similar to the assessment and based on their answers and their kind of plan of action will produce a policy for them that they can then distribute out to their employees in order to communicate what, what the company's plan is. And then number three, we developed a little questionnaire system that companies can deploy to their employees every day to ensure that sick people don't come into the office. Uh, And so that questionnaire system will ask each employee every day about their symptoms, who they've been in contact with, uh, to make sure that that they don't come in, which is one of the most important parts about keeping your office safe. 
so those kind of three tools together, we, we, we bundled them into a toolkit and those, those are available now at 650.com. What has the demand been like for those tools um, to help businesses reopen their offices? So the, the demand has been big. It's, it's the most demand we've ever seen in, in a product we've developed for a business. You know, we've had hundreds and hundreds of companies come onto our radar Anyway, it's just, it's been very, very successful. You know, we, we priced it. We think it's about 80% less than it would cost to go to a law firm and to buy those things from another source. And again, we think it's the best expertise baked in. We'd, we'd put it against any kind of lawyer created document. And so anyway, the reception's really been great. You know, we've had to actually kind of rearrange our staff to deal with the sales demand. And so, you know, we're, we're going to help hundreds of companies, potentially thousands of companies come back to work. Right. And I mean, has there even been interest from other law firms as well that are looking to open up their own um, offices again? Absolutely. So uh, we have several uh, law firm clients. You know, we've had big companies, big, you know, other organizations want to partner with us in order to kind of offer our policies bundled in with their services that they offer to help people return to work. So it's, yeah, it's really been successful. I mean, really, our most successful products we've ever released in in every way, from a direct sales point of view, from a partnership point of view, any way you cut it, it's 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 been great. We've, we're we're really proud of what we've done there. Are there any kind of um, numbers you can share in terms of you know sales at this point? So yeah, pretty early. So um, so if you think of a sales funnel. You'll have, uh, you know, you know, works like a funnel. So top of of it are kind of leads, uh, general kind of maybe marketing qualified leads that have come in and and maybe downloaded some marketing material you have or or have attended webinars you've held. And then the kind of the next level down is demos. You know, who who are those that have done that 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 actually want to see the product? And we have had hundreds of demos, and we released it about two weeks ago. And, you know, the sales cycle has been pretty short. You know, the sales are starting to flow in of people who have actually bought the product are now implementing it. And the companies range in size from, you know, a big multinational banking organization, you know, all the way down to a small immigration uh, nonprofit. And so, you know, that's, that's really the exciting, you know, one of the exciting things about working at 650 is that we can scale that expertise so that it makes sense for both of those, right? Big, huge companies, small nonprofits, you know, the way that the, that the technology is set up, we can be flexible with the pricing for, for all of them to kind of make it work. Right. And, you know, you mentioned how you both have some pro bono tools and then others like this one that you charge for, you know, how did you come to the decision to charge for the return to work offerings? So we had offered uh, four sets of free tools before the return to work. We initially offered a set of policies to help companies transition their workforce from the office to home. That was back kind of in late March. We had over 500 companies use those policies for free. And then we released two products for people who couldn't afford attorneys. We released a product called Hello Lender. That's at hellolender.org. And that's a tool to help people delay paying their mortgage for six months under the federal stimulus. And it'll basically write a letter to their mortgage lender 
that checks all the boxes so that they can they can delay paying their mortgage. We we released another similar product for renters called hellolandlord.org that uh, will will notify landlords that evictions are not available and that they won't be able to pay rent. And then we released another free product for businesses to help them determine whether they uh, were eligible for the stimulus money for the PPP loans. So anyway, after we did those four, you know, we, we got thousands of people, you know, we had over 4,000 people so far in about a month and a half use those mortgage and rent relief tools. You know, we had over 500 or 600 businesses create accounts and download documents on our free telecommuting policies and our PPP loans. And so, you know, when we did the return to work module, you know, basically the way that, that the firm's economics work, we couldn't offer it for free. You know, returning to work is the most complicated employment situation that has ever happened. Because employers have an obligation to create a safe working environment for their employees. But how does an employer do that when the worst pandemic in 100 years is rampaging through the nation? I mean, how can employers create a safe working environment in the age of COVID-19? And so, you know, there is guidance. There's, there's guidance on, on every level of government you can imagine, from the federal systems, from the federal agencies, to states, to local governments, cities and, and counties. And so, you know, to be able to take all those into account and create, you know, a policy that can work across the nation took weeks, weeks and weeks with a team of, you know, 10 employment lawyers to do. And so, you know, the other tools were a little quicker to develop and, and, and deploy. This one took some serious investment from Wilson Sonsini. And so we, you know, decided to charge for that. And again, it, you know, it, it wouldn't really work with the law firm economics if we didn't. Right. Well, we'll be back after a short break. As the largest legal-only call center in the U.S., Alert Communications helps law firms and legal marketing agencies with new client intake. Alert captures and responds to all leads 24-7, 365 as an extension of your firm in both English and Spanish. Alert uses proven intake methods, customizing responses as needed, which earns the trust of clients and improves client retention. To find out how Alert can help your law office, call 866-827-5568 or visit alertcommunications.com slash LTN. Welcome back to my conversation with Kimball Dean Parker. Kimball, you mentioned earlier a couple of tools designed to help both renters and then also landlords during COVID-19. Um, I was hoping you could share you know, why 650 thought it was important to delve into that area of the law. Yeah, thank you. So let me, let me start with, with uh, mortgage holders. So when COVID-19 hit, basically up until now, over 40 million people have lost their jobs in 10 weeks. And so the stats on people who are late paying their mortgage or late paying their rent are devastating, devastating. You know, basically over a third of, of, of all renters are late and, you know, millions and millions of people can't pay their mortgage. And so, you know, we, we looked at that, uh, we saw the federal stimulus which gave mortgage uh, holders or homeowners and renters some relief there so that we didn't have a homeless epidemic. But when we looked at, so, so for example, for the homeowners, we looked at after the federal stimulus, we looked at bank websites and banks were not offering 
the mortgage relief that was under the federal stimulus. A, a lot of banks were trying to push people into their own, it's called mortgage forbearance, their own mortgage forbearance programs that were much, much less generous in their terms. So uh, under the federal stimulus, you get six months, you don't have to pay your mortgage, and there are no penalties, fines, or other charges. But you know, we saw on bank websites, it was three months, you had to pay it back all at once, and you had other kind of processing fees and charges. And so, you know, I think a lot of people got ushered into those bank forbearance programs, not knowing that the federal government had specifically etched this out for them. And so what we did is we, we worked uh, with this, you know, brilliant uh, real estate attorney who helped us really look at the law and draft a letter that really left no room for the bank to think that that that, that person was asking for anything other than relief under the, under the federal stimulus. And so basically somebody goes on, it's, it's free. It's completely free. They can go to hellolender.org. They basically just put in their address, their loan number and, and some other basic information. It'll take them about two, three minutes. And then we email them a copy of the letter and then they can send that letter on. And that's been used over 2000 times in just, just over, gosh, I don't know, seven weeks that it's been available. So for us at 650, you know, similar, similar story with the renters. We really wanted to help people stay in their homes. And, you know, we're a legal technology company. We're not a medical device company. We don't have a big manufacturing arm. So we, we can't make ventilators and we don't know how to sew masks, you know, but we have a unique position in that, you know, we have world renowned legal expertise. And so we thought, you know, this, this is, you know, we have an obligation to contribute to help alleviate this. And so, you know, we, we want to do, do what we could, and that's where we thought we could make the biggest impact. And has the response to the product for renters been pretty strong as well? Absolutely. Over 2,000 uses in less than six weeks. And so combined, you know, we're nearing 5,000 uses combined, which is the most successful product, pro bono product, we've ever released, you know, by, by, by multiples. And, uh, you know, which, which is satisfying and scary. It's, it's scary that there are so many people that, that need that. I mean, you know, close to 5,000 people have used our product in basically two months. And, you know, and that's just having it be covered in the news. We haven't really done any advertising for it. You know, we think a lot of that, most of that's word of mouth. And so, you know, I think that's a scary marker of where we are right now with the economic situation. I think it's, we're, we're, in, we're in a tough spot here. Yeah. And I guess more broadly, you know, why is it an important part of, um, you know, what 650 does to develop these pro bono tools? So, you know, that's how 650 started. You know, it started uh, because, you know, Wilson Sonsini noticed that we had built such a successful pro bono product with BYU. And so that's, that's really ingrained in this company. And we are always going to do that. You know, we're basically, we have a goal to release one pro bono product for every for-profit product we release. And we're, we're a little ahead of pace now because of COVID-19. But, but again, you know, I, the law has some major issues. It's very difficult to be able to afford legal help. And, you know, we're just not going to be a group that ignores that. And you know, and just look the other way or, or, or try to deal with it in a one, on a one-to-one fashion. I mean, 
you know, again, there's some areas of law where 99% of people can't afford an attorney. And that's, that's not really a, a system that I want to be a part of, you know? And so again, with the legal expertise we have and the software tools, we can deploy products that, that like those COVID tools have been used thousands and thousands of times. You know, our first thousand uses came in the first week. You know, that's, that's more than a, than a huge law firm could take. And we did that in one week. And so, you know, with that kind of expertise and, and the know-how, you know, we feel obligated to do that. And I think, you know, I'd be disappointed if we didn't. I saw one of the other tools that you're working on it relates to asylum. Could you share, you know, what services that tool will provide? Yeah. So, you know, asylum is one of these issues where thousands, hundreds of thousands of people need it, but the system to get it is extremely complicated and legal services is very expensive. And so a lot of people who are eligible for asylum and could really change their life here in this nation end up not doing it because, again, it's too complicated and it's too expensive. And so what we did is we worked with some, uh, some immigration experts. The kind of threshold application uh, for asylum is the most complicated form I have ever seen in my life by a factor of 10. I mean, it's, it's, I, I actually can't believe, I, in fact, I'm disgusted that our society makes people go through that, you know, for people who are in, in real harm's way in their home country. But, you know, regardless, it's a very complicated process. So we worked with a federal judge who has some immigration expertise, used to be an immigration judge, and, and some other immigration experts to, to look at that form, see how we could simplify it and automate it. And so we're actually pretty close. We were supposed to release it this month, except the COVID hit. And so we, you know, kind of uh, took a quick turn to help with COVID. But that'll be coming out in the coming months. And basically, it'll walk someone through in English and Spanish, uh, filling out that form. And it'll be like TurboTax. They'll have to answer like 300 questions. That's how long the form is. And we'll give people guidance as they move along. We'll save their progress. And then basically anybody will be able to go on and anybody who needs asylum will, will be able to use it. We've already collaborated with a few nonprofits who are planning to use it and, and, and deploy it out to uh, some of the people who they service and some law firm pro bono efforts that are going to use it. And so, yeah, again, we think that'll be a really meaningful product for some of the people who are the most at need in this nation. You know, people who, if they return to their home country, you know, they might be in, in harm's way or murdered. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, that's, you know, one of the thresholds for asylum. And so we, you know, we, we want to help those people. That sounds like a, yeah, be a very um, sought after product. You know, it seems that you've taken on topics that obviously are ones that are very pressing. I mean, how closely do you work with lawyers at Wilson Sonsini in terms of deciding which topics to really press into for your work with 650? We work very closely with the firm, very closely. So, you know, we will identify an, an area of law that we think has a lot of potential. You know, we, we have a kind of a method, you know, a number of factors that we look at whether, you know, to determine whether from our side, it's a desirable uh, area of law to go into. And then we will work closely, you know, almost every day with the attorneys whose practice touches on that topic. And we'll we'll run through with them. We we have experts on on our side who will help you know take their work product and automate it and get it ready for our system. But 
it's a daily basis. So, you know, for example, for these COVID-19 return to work tools, we're in contact with the employment group at Wilson Sonsini every day because the CDC guidance changes. And, you know, New York issues this new guidance on how to return to work. And California does that. And so we're constantly in contact with them, figuring out how does a tool need to change? How are we going to adjust it to these new CDC guidelines? And really making those changes in real time. So then we can push it out to our users. And that same process happens with every area of law. Kimball, do you think um, 650 will develop additional COVID-19 related tools in the coming weeks and months? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, this COVID situation really has uh, puts a stress on the normal uh, law firm model. Because, you know, let's say that, that, that you have a law firm develop a policy for you uh, around a return to work, or, or you have them perform an assessment and spend, let's say, forty dollars to $50,000 on that. Well, the landscape is changing every day. You know, the CDC last week changed their guidance twice. And so within a week, those policies could be moot and the assessment could be completely out of date. And then you'd have to spend money to keep them up to date. And it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Usually uh, law firms are, are dealing with kind of one-off situations, one change in the law, and there's not another change for another, let's say, year. You know, that would be frequent. But, but some, some areas of law, 10 years, 20 years, they're not dealing with situations where the landscape changes every 30 minutes. And so, you know, our system really is designed for that. We can work with experts. We can deploy changes to thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of, of users in real time and get that expertise to them. And so we think we're positioned to really help help people in, in a unique way here. And again, having that, that capability, I think, gives us an obligation to do it. And so, you know, we're going to help businesses all, all we can so that they can return to work and keep businesses open. And we're going to we're going to help people as much as we can while they're in financial and legal distress through those tools. We're going to try to do it the best we can. So, so if, if any other opportunities come up where we see, hey, we can really make a difference here and make life better for businesses and people, we're, we're going to do it. Terrific. Kimball, thanks for joining me today. No problem. Thanks for having me. I also wanted to thank our listeners for tuning in. Please be sure to rate and review the ABA Journal's Legal Rebels podcast on your favorite podcast listening service. I'm your host, Lyle Moran, signing off. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalRebels.com, LegalTalkNetwork.com, Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find both the ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or download the free apps from ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.